Everyone, my name is John Russos, and this is the Here's My Thing podcast. Verse 1. It seems like all of my favorite artists come from L.A., New York, or Atlanta, but never San Diego. Always the little brother, always second. Like it's in a fist fight for popularity with L.A., but one that L.A. doesn't even know about. What should I do if I visit San Diego? Uh, oh, I don't know. Go to the beach? Aside from Lil Rob's classic, Summer Nights, and my friend Brandon saying he listened to Switchfoot during our carpool to soccer practice, I know next to nothing about the music scene in San Diego. So when I found Obed Padilla's profile on Instagram and saw he was doing his thing out of Oceanside, California, which is just 40 miles north of downtown San Diego, I thought, why not? And sent him a DM seeing if he'd be up to talking. Obed got back right away and suggested linking at his home studio. He wore a dark blue shirt and sports shorts, socks, and slides. He has the type of hair that people dream of. Thick, black, and with mystical properties that allow one to put it into place by running a hand through it. His left hand held a pack of loose-leaf tobacco, zigzags and a lighter, freeing up his right hand for our embrace. He rolled a perfect cigarette with a fluidity like he didn't know that they came in packs. Once he ashed it, we stepped inside to his room, a small space, a single bed occupying one corner and one wall serving as a podium for a collection of vinyl records and another to a candid shot of Johnny Cash flipping the bird. His desk laid the platform for his computer, speakers, and keyboard, he had another that wrapped around the side. He gave me a blue foria yerba mate and fetched himself a coffee with what looked like a splash of cream. And then he told his story. I'm over here today, man. I started, so I started playing guitar when I was like 10, 10 or 11. Um, and from there, like I grew up in the church. Like I said, you know, my dad's a pastor. Mm-hmm. And so I started playing bass in church, actually. Okay. Um, so I started on bass as far as performing and then from there got into guitar more and then I probably did like a year and a half that I was doing that and then I got into um like leading worship and singing in the church is that where you hung the voice and stuff yeah okay from there everything kind of started in the church and then um middle school and high school you know still messing around like trying to do have bands and whatnot And, uh, he went on to talk about his journey through different sounds and styles, singer-songwriter, Americana, always keeping hip-hop and R&B in the back of his mind. But curiously enough... Super into rock, like punk rock. Okay, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and is? then, um, man, like Newfound Glory, okay. Blink-182, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Reliant K, mm-hmm. a Dater, all the Warped Tour bands, you yeah, know? I hear. And so then I got to high school, I started playing in like, this reggae ska band one of my teachers had and that was the first tour that I went on um in high school yeah in high school I was like 16 or 17 where'd you guys go we were gonna we're supposed to play South by Southwest South by Southwest one of the biggest festivals in the country and during high school the ride actually broke down on the way and they never made it into the festival still the recognition is very impressive but even with early success there was a time where he didn't want to do music. Like, you know, foundation. And then after I graduated, I quit 
doing music. I, I was trying to be an actor in Hollywood because okay. I was in theater in high school too, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. and I just thought that was like would be something cool mm -hmm. to do. Um, and that was like the plan. Were you? And did you move out to Hollywood? No. So I was up there in LA a lot. That was the plan. But then like, you know, you're in this bubble and you're like, yeah. oh yeah, anything's possible. And then you get out and you're like, oh, shit, I, I had to get a real job and you know. It's kind of it sets you up for failure, really, you. unless you're going to to you know college or university. Mm -hmm. So yeah, so then like I pretty much kind of stopped doing music, and then um, I worked for the school district here for a few years, and then um, I moved around to like I have a lot of family in Denver, okay. so I was out in Denver. What year is this? It was like 2015. Mm -hmm. And so I kind of just was, like, lost, you know? Mm -hmm. I think, like, everybody goes through that, like, 22, 23 years old when you're just like, oh, shit, what am I doing, yeah. you know? Yeah. Um, or even older, but yeah, just yeah. everybody has that phase. And so... I told Obed that it seems that he was born in a different generation, a lot of real-life experience before the quarter-century mark. And then... Um, it was just super low, and... On Craigslist, my dad had sent me this uh, flyer for to work for these um, like Christian camps okay. for playing guitar um, for like their band. So it was like this like a worship band yeah. played all these camps um, called Fuge, and so I applied for it. And I had all of my videos playing guitar on Instagram, um, and so that's how they found me. Like they looked me up and they were like, "Yo, you're kind of dope." <laughs> <laughs> So then I got hired for that, okay. and like that was super sick because I just wasn't in a good place, and it was cool to get away from everything for like two and a half months yeah, and just yeah. meet super dope people, you know, that nobody really had an ego, you know, yeah. everybody was cool. I got to play music, and like be in the wilderness, whatever. Yeah, yeah. So that's kind of what restarted everything for okay. me. I came back, went to Colorado for a few months. And then I got back here again and then hit up John Gibbs. John Gibbs is actually how I found Obed. This is his song, Baby Mama, playing in the background. And John is an artist from Oceanside and currently signed to Interscope Records. Yeah, we went to high school together, so he was a couple years older than me. And you know, kind of that age gap, like you don't really hang out with people. But you know them sort of thing? Yeah. yeah. And so then we linked up, and so from there I met um, like Anthony Cruz, um, James Russell, and these are all guys who, you know, John has worked with forever. And then I just became friends with them. Okay. That was like 2016. Just being in the studio with him, and hearing him talk, the commitment to his craft is apparent. We, the plan was like to be there every Wednesday, and so most of us were there every week. But I was since I lived up the street, I'm there every day, yeah. bro. Like yeah, yeah, just yeah. getting it in, like. And so that was super cool, and that's kind of what motivated me to like, hey, you know what, I can actually do this. And then Anthony actually got me like my first, um, like check, off of. Like something that I made. And like, what was that like getting that check and seeing? Man, it, I was dead broke, bro. I cried. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, "Yo, this is crazy." Yeah, yeah. Universe comes through. Huh? Yeah, man. And so from there, then I was like, you know what? If I actually do this every day and like really stick to it, um, I can make this like a, a job or a hustle. 
Verse 2. Obed, John Gibbs, and company have recently launched the side, which to Obed's words is... The side? The side is like a a label, a store, um, just all kinds of things, you know? It's just like our collective of people. Yeah, like it's just our homies. On their YouTube channel, which you can find at The Side TV, they have a series called Till Infinity. On the second episode, Obed opened up about his why, saying, I think my why changes on a daily basis. Sometimes I feel like I'm drowning, so my why is to just get by. Other days I feel like I'm on cruise control, so my why doesn't really matter to me. But on the good days, my why is the reason I'm still here. I asked him what his why was on this day. Hmm. I think my why definitely is like my my family. It's like trying to to build something that just will outlast me for a few generations, yeah, you know. Because yeah. um, just as you get older, you like start realizing, oh, I got bigger bills to pay, and I got more things that I need to worry about mm-hmm. rather than. <laughs> my AT&T bill or you know whatever yeah, yeah. I got cricket though but yeah, <laughs> don't, yeah. that don't matter yeah. Um, but yeah so I think that's definitely like my big my big why um, and also just you know like trying to build a legacy mm-hmm. and just like be um, undoubtable I guess or just uh, uh, nobody nobody can say that oh like you know that, that fool's not dope you know yeah and he's on that path. His debut album, Daisler, was dubbed as one of the most impressive projects of the year by Sam Morrison of Lyrical Lemonade. So like Daisler, yeah. that album, so I did that in like two and a half months. Really? Yeah. Wow, okay. um, every single song? Every single song, yeah. And most of it was like, most of the vocals, like, I would... Re- so, like, I, I would sit here and record. Like, I'm not really writing a lot of the stuff down. Okay. It's like I'm punching in. Like, I'll record one phrase, think about it, record another phrase. So, it's almost like freestyling. Yeah. But it's like, that's what I'm actually feeling because sub- subconsciously, that's yeah. what's in my head, you know? So, I can't, like, write it down and then think about it. It's like, no, this is what's actually going on inside right now. So yeah, I've listened to the album four or five times now. It's a beautiful blend of love, manifesting dreams, and daily struggles. I had a story um, already in place, like as I was making it. I was dating this girl, and that's kind of where a lot of it stemmed from. And it's just a toxic relationship. And then, you know, I was kind of broke and going through it. And so I'm like trying to make money. And that's another part of, you know, the storyline. But then... Um, my uh, this girl that I dated two years prior, um, who's my girlfriend now, again, okay. that was like the other part of the story. And so it was like, in the middle of me making this album, I had this other thing like... Pop back in your Yeah. Life. And so it's like, that was in the middle of it. And so it's like, that was just crazy because I literally put it out on, what was it, Valentine's Day? And me and her started talking like, That's you know, timely. a couple of weeks yeah, before, wow. bro, like just wild you know what i mean um but that's not to say everybody should get back with their exes it's a terrible idea (laughs) for most of most people but verse three from till infinity episode one in obed's words 
I didn't choose to make music or write songs and play instruments. That shit is embedded in me. As many times as I try to run away from it, I still end up here, behind a computer or on stage with a guitar in hand. That ain't me. That's God. I'm, I'm not supposed to do anything else. I know that. And it's kind of been apparent in just like how fast things have happened for me, just as when I really decided to do something, which was the first song I put out, mm-hmm. someone else, which was like last, a little over a year. Mm-hmm. And just from that to where I am today, I'm like, yeah. bro, whoa, you know? Yeah. I don't think about it every day, but like, if I'm talking to somebody like you and they're like telling me all of this back to me, I'm like, oh shit, like, <laughs> yeah, whoa, yeah, you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Because I don't really think about all that stuff. It's just like I'm just going about my day, you know. But when you like say it back to me of like, oh, you, wow. hey, you've done this. Or what do you think about this? I'm like, damn, this is kind of dope, actually, yeah, you know. I, I, I think, man. I want to thank Obed for having me at the studio and taking the time to talk with me. Obed, thank you. You can find him on Instagram at Obed Padilla underscore. And then on Twitter, just at Obed Padilla. Everyone, this has been another installment of the Here's My Thing podcast. Thank you for rock with me. Until next time.